Welcome to yet another week of your favorite podcast and mine, 21st Century Rocker Mom podcast with me, your <laughs> cantankerous and colorful host, Tanny Candler. I'm here rocking out with you generally week after week on the podcast, hanging out with you here, wherever you listen, wherever you tune in. What a week, what a week, what a week, what a mighty good week, what a mighty, mighty good week. It's been a fucking crazy ass week. Wow, wow. So many crazy things happened this fucking week. Hello, hello. And I'm gonna say, like, when it rains, it pours, it pours. I dropped the heavy metal hippie kitchen. Like, I, I, I dropped the first episode, the pilot. I'll talk about that a little bit later. I'll throw the pilot out at the end of this, this episode. Don't forget to tune into Heavy Metal Hippie Kitchen. It's on my YouTube channel also. It's fun. Just me cooking in the kitchen, hanging out with you, teaching how to cook recipes. I'll, I'll tell you how to get, how to get recipes later. But it's fun. So I dropped the pilot for that. Um, I've been doing a lot of interviews lately. I'll tell you about those. Lots of things have been going on. I've been going to, 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 to festivals. There was a, a festival, like my favorite festival of the year happened. I'll tell you about that. My favorite festival of the year is this, it was, was this weekend, this past weekend. I attended that. It was awesome sauce. I got a huge, 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 huge news drop for all of you all to talk about. Uh, I got, I got some things to talk about, some crazy stuff. My own music's kind of, amping up. I've got a lot of filming going on in the works. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, stuff going on in different sort of like communities all around, all over the world, all over the world. Yeah. So heavy metal hippie kitchen. What do you think about heavy metal hippie kitchen? Did you like heavy metal hippie kitchen? I have fun making heavy metal kitchen, heavy. I, I, it makes me so excited. No, I, I have so much fun making heavy metal hippie kitchen with rob is something that we kind of like came up with like he was like i'll film it and kind of like produce it and like direct it kind of if you like write it and do the recipes and you know all that stuff and do the cooking and the the baking and the the, the blending and the whatever right so i was like yeah let's do something fun together it's always fun when you can do something fun and interesting with your partner and i wanted to shoot it and he wanted to shoot it both of us had this major thought of this like cinema verite style just raw like willie nelson's in the fucking cooking show for crying out pete willie nelson's in there so like willie nelson's like sitting in the cooking show hanging out jumping up on the counter just you know cross-contaminating fucking everything he's the best guest ever you can see rob in my sunglasses it's you know it's very natural and that's the way that i wanted to kind of stay very smash in your face cinema that's what a heavy metal hippie kitchen is coming at you it's going to be vegan comfort food i mean it doesn't have to be vegan that's the thing that's the beauty of it people it doesn't have to be vegan you can add meat if you want to i choose not to because i don't eat meat but my kids were eating it you know i put chicken or beef or pork or whatever they're eating in there not everyone shares my vegan philosophy and i realized this that's why i say these recipes are so versatile anyone can do them anyone now they're simple i'm the kind of person who does recipes they're like Ah, uh, pinch of this, a dash of that. I'm like those like little fairies on 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 Sleeping Beauty, like Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether. Those little her fairy godmothers or little fairies. I'm like them. And remember how I mentioned a while ago how I was like, yeah, let's get a Patreon going. Let's get a Patreon going. So I was thinking, you know what? Since I don't do any measurements on the show because my like OCD 
does not permit me from doing measurements on the show. My OCD just like, nope, pinch of this, dash of that, cup of this, cup of that. I can't remember all that stuff when I'm trying to film and stuff. I'm just like going by like, I kind of just go by like feel. But my OCD has managed to let me like write it down and organize it into a one sweet little package. So I, I plan on releasing generally probably three, four episodes a month, I would say. So remember I mentioned, like I say, Patreon. I'm going to have a Patreon where for a certain, you know, small donation a month, you can do all the recipes that I do a month for a, a little bit more. You can do all the recipes plus, you know, more of the cooking show that you don't get on you know YouTube, you know, a lot of weird behind the scenes fun things <laughs> that will you will not get on YouTube because they're too foul mouthed. And you know, you know, maybe for you know a hundred dollars a month I'll fart on a cake or something. I'm just joking. I'm totally fucking joking. No way. I've seen that go so many bad ways. I've seen that go so many bad ways. Like I'm saying, there'll be different tiers and stuff like that. And speaking of like weird things like farting on cakes and stuff. I'm getting DMs lately and I got one DM lately and it was like, how much for feet pics? And I even like told my one friend about it and she's like, I'm going to put your ass on wiki feet. I was like, don't you fucking dare. Like, don't. So like when I like this person sent me a message about how much for like pictures of my feet, I was just like, do you follow me on Instagram? There's pictures of my feet on there all the time for free. Why would you pay for that? I'm not selling pictures of my feet. Forget that shit. That's ridiculous. No, no, no. I've seen friends of mine with their feet on wiki feet and it makes me piss myself. Like it literally makes me piss myself. And it's funny when I can recognize my friends' feet and faces on wiki feet. Don't forget, if your feet are on wiki feet, I probably know you. You probably know me. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a wiki feet thing. So anyways, enjoy my feet on my Instagram and on my TikTok for free. Enjoy them. You fucking weirdos, you filthy fucking downloaders. That's weird. Oh, I told you about the time the one guy offered me a champagne foot bath. He wanted to tear off my stockings and pour champagne all over my toes and then like lick it off. I was like, he's like, I'll pay you $100 if I can give you a champagne foot bath. And I'm like, what's that? And then he told me like, that's what it was. <clears throat> I'm like, I'm going to take a hard pass on that one. I just like ran for my life. It's horrifying. I'm not going to say who it was. They know who they are. Sick son of a bitch. Sick son of a bitch. Oh, I had a good week. I did a lot of interviews this week. I talked to, I talked to my good friend. I talked to my good friend and pal, John Huff. Good friend, fellow musician, lovely human being, just generally speaking. And like just absolutely like everything from the way he speaks with his inflection to the way he writes to his general just knowledge and experience of things that have gone on in the music and just general world speaking to john huff is always a delight i had the pleasure of sitting down with john huff for just just a small hour this week we'll have another part two going on and we got to chat this week on his podcast i put some links up in my my stories for that i'll put some more up so you can check out that uh interview with john huff on the podcast talking about dreaming big and going for your dreams and john huff kind of described me as a cottage industry kind of always one of those people that i don't give a fuck you know what happens or you know i just always go for it and you know what that's the kind of person that i am i'm gonna get up and go 
I'm the get up and go gal. Everybody knows that that's what, that, you know, they're like, what do you identify as? I'm like, the person that gets up and goes their ass, just moves their ass. Because you know what? I think there's always something, there's always something, there's always some magic there. There's a little bit of magic. Everybody's got it going on. You just got to kind of tap into it. It's there. And you just got to grab it. You just got to, you got to reach out there and grab that little bit of magic because it's there. You just got to look for it. You know, you gotta look for it. I had, I had, I had another pleasure of speaking with Mr. Mark Rogers, and he is the host of Mayhem in the AM. Uh, it's, a, it's a heavy metal radio show. It's out of uh, Edmonton in Alberta. It's out of Alberta. And uh, we got to do this amazing thing called Heavy Metal Hat Trick. We did an interview. We talked about a few things and some metal and why I picked these bands. And I will tell you the bands, I will not tell you the songs that I picked. They're all long, slow, fucking sludgy metal grooves. Like, I didn't pull any punches except for one of them. One of them is power metal, and it, it has to be. Mr. Mark Rogers asked me if I had a band that I liked that had an Edmonton connection. That was, you know, had an Edmonton connection. I'm like, oh my God. And the first band I thought of was Mortillery, because Mortillery has those, like, power vocal, like, metal, like, vocals like it's just like really good clean singing and they're really tight like i said like to him and i will quote myself probably saying something like it sounds like they're playing like they're a human metronome and i don't say that about many people but like mortillery is one of those bands another one of the bands i picked for the heavy metal hat trick also a canadian band i picked the woods of ypres i love woods of ypres they're that sludgy doomy death metal that like they have long slow burn sort of builds very sort of like dark content. I like that kind of thing. Lots of albums, you know, coming out. They played with a lot of people I know. Good band. And then uh, I also picked, and I'm not a Canadian band, but a band with a female bass player that I love. Because it just like reminds me of the days of White Zombie and those good days. Electric Wizard! I love Electric Wizard. I love all the wizards, but of all the wizards, I love the most. There's two wizards I love the most. I love the Wooly Wizard for Beard Oil, and I will get to Beard Oil later. And I love, I love Electric Wizard. Electric Wizard is goddamn amazing. It's some of the slow grooves they do. So even I didn't pick Dope Throne. I know a lot of you probably think I, I picked that, but I didn't. So you'll see uh, the heavy metal hat trick come down the pipe somewhere in the late September. Uh, it'll be probably while I'm on my holidays or when I'm getting back from my holidays. I don't know. We'll see if I do a, we'll see, we'll see if I do, we'll see if I do a, a podcast from, from where I am in my holidays. I'm not telling you where I am. I'm going way, 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 way more north than I've ever been. Because I've, I've gone north for small holidays, but this is going to be a bigger holiday and it's going to be way north. Big time north. In the middle of nowhere. You know, everybody wants to go somewhere where you can go that's like in the middle of nowhere. No one can bother you. No neighbors. Good, you know, cell phone reception to make sure, you know, there's an emergency. You know, you need, you need a little bit of help. You can always phone a friend. There's always medical help. And there's, you know, hospitals within 20 minutes. But, you know, it's in the middle of nowhere. You have no neighbors. You're like hidden in the woods. So, which is nice. And, you know, you're kind of back into a nice gardeny spot. You know, it's the Adam and Eve thing. Back to the the garden. Ugh, it's the hippie thing. You know, we got a hot tub. We got some wood burning fireplaces. It's, it's actually pretty swank. I'm not going to lie. It's really nice. But, like, it's... It's quaint, like it's beautiful. It's like nestled in the middle of the woods. There's like a 40, I don't know, like 40 mile, I don't know, 40 mile, 40 meter, I don't know, walk down 
to somewhere. I don't know. There's docks and boats and it sounds lovely. I'll be sitting there just sitting in a boat, probably reading a book. It's all good. It's all good. But speaking, I say like going back to the earth and back to the garden. One of my favorite festivals is a festival that I like is back to the garden. It's a festival that's held in here in outside of kind of London, Ontario that uh, that f is on a farm. And they, 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 they have the festival every two years due to crop rotation because they believe obviously in permaculture and making sure that the crops are rotated properly and everything gets sown properly and you know those things aren't disturbed. So I, I think it's cool. They have a lot of bands play and it's a lot of time to see a lot of musicians in a lot of uh, places that you don't get to see them play together necessarily all the time like certain musicians join other musicians bands and sit in for people and sit in with people so it's really cool to see a lot of people in the garden and it's it's held in this like really idyllic place like i say it's held on 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 the farm on a farm uh from a really nice gentleman there and uh you get to see everything from a big barn lit up like you know a christmas tree with you know bands playing in it and a grand piano on stage it's not every day that you have a grand piano mic'd on stage and lots of singing and it's just like a big celebration of peace and love and friends and music there's no ego involved nobody's competing to see who's the best band everybody just plays and it's fun it's nice it's a family-friendly event it's nice i i bake some banana bread to go i bake some uh, a pita breads like pita chips i made some baba ganoush i made some you know you know i made some hummus you know i made all the vegan things because why not the kids had no idea that anything was vegan i made banana bread with chocolate chips i made it vegan the kids had no idea they loved it it's because it had chocolate chips in it no i went to go see i went to go see primarily um, a friend of mine's band, like I've talked about Howie Zowie on the podcast before. I went to go see his band and he has a whole brood of people that I know that play with him in a band called Prism Tape Philosophy. They're cool. And they, he sat in with a few other bands and he plays on this like theremin machine that is electrified with pedals and clocks and guitars and the whole nine yards. It's neat. It's neat to see. And it was neat to see all those bands and all those musicians come together. Like I say, with like no ego and just out for a good time out to play out for a good cause it's so nice of 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 the uh, of, of the joneses to offer up their farm for something amazing that brings people together and brings like so much musical harmony in the musical community it's nice to see that community come together and uh like i say it's nice to see that level of community the only question is to your kids when you go to a hippie festival like like a hippie festival like that. How do you explain to your kids the hippie smell? And you all know what I'm talking about. No one was doing it openly, but way, way back in the back 40 near the cars. It's like, I could smell it like a mile away. Cause I know I've been 20 years old fucking one time in my life. I know what that smell smells like. It smells like patchouli, nog champa and weed, man. That was the scent profile. I'm giving it to you right now. Oh my God, it's so funny. It's just amazing to have that many musicians and that many people in one place and have all that love and just have community and people sharing and supporting each other. Everybody's having a, you know, a bite to eat. Everything's cool. The whole thing is not for profit and none of the artists are really getting paid. Everybody's kind of volunteering and helping out. Nothing's really for anyone's personal gain. Nobody's really getting anything out of this except 
you know, playing together and being in harmony and having that community and having that kind of like neighborly sort of thing going on, that neighborly kind of dynamic. And I love it. And I love that sense of community and broadening it. And like they, they just really kind of just welcome everybody with kind of open arms. There was everybody from every type and walk of every type of community there. I will say that. It was about as diverse as you can possibly uh, think of. So that's, that's cool. You know what I mean? <clears throat> now, speaking of communities, I'm going to ask you, do we need another what in the fuzzy furry fuck is going on with the bearded community? Do we need that? Because I think that we do because there's still shit going on in the bearded community. Holy fuck. Like, are you seriously like, oh, I'm seeing some shit that I, I truly never thought I see. I, and I really hoped that I'd never really see go down in the bearded community. And like I say, and I said this a million times, it is not most of you. It is just a few of you. What the fuck? There's like literally a handful of you that are little assholes and the rest of you, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're great. Like there's some serious shit at work here. And so, and I don't agree with it. And this all comes from a place of major concern. It comes from my heart because I'm a mom and I think that this is asinine. And like I say, juvenile, childish, all the words I can use it. I can use whatever words and euphemisms and, you know, I can refer to it as whatever I think it is. At the end of the day, it's abuse. It's shitty. I'm seeing racism. I'm seeing ageism. I'm seeing tokenism. I'm seeing misogyny. Ay, 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 ay. I'm seeing a lot of ego. Like, it's like, how does your head and your beard fit through the fucking door when it's so fucking big? I'm seeing a lot of arrogance. I see a lot of that. I see a lot of like downright abuse and it's not fucking cool. It's ridiculous. Oh my God, it's like it reminds me of Did you ever used to watch the little rascals like on a Saturday afternoon or morning when it was raining with your parents? Like, like uh, you know, repeats of Spanky and our gang or even like the reboot that happened, I think in the 90s or whatever. Spanky and Darla and Alfalfa and they had that club called like the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Well, guess what? The He-Man Woman Haters Club exists in real life and it's a lot of you in the bearded community. You bring your wives into it to make it look like you're not total misogynistic fucking assholes, but you are. And I'm fucking calling it out. Is that your female representation in the bearded community? Here's your wife. What's she using the beard oil for? She's just like smelling it and baking cookies. It's ridiculous. You guys are trying to capitalize on something that's not going on. This is not a Spanky versus Alfalfa deal. You know, Spanky did not want any girls any on in, in the club. And I know there's a few little, little Spankies out there. And you're going to get spanked. Not by me. You, your fucking wives are probably going to spank you. But I know there's a lot of Alfalfas out there. And Alfalfa just loved the girls and he loved everybody. And he just wanted everybody to be invited to the party and he was just friendly and great. And I know that that most of you are alfalfas. I know you are. I know you are. And you know what? I'm Darla, bitch. If you don't know it, Google the little rascals. What the fuck is wrong with you? Where have you been? Where have you been? I started seeing the, the bearded community. I started seeing like a lot of lives and live streams and I saw comments 
and more comment sections because I really did a deep dive on live streams. I did a deep dive on reviewers. I did a deep dive on beard oils. I did a deep dive on, on everything beards you can fucking think of. I did a deep, deep, deep dive down the fucking rabbit hole on that because why would I not? And what I saw made me disgusted. You know what I saw? I saw a lot of gaslighting. And I'm gonna read you right from the horse's mouth. What the fuck is gaslighting? Are you being gaslighted? Are you being gaslighted right now? Do you even know what gaslighting is? I'm gonna let you know. Let's look at gaslighting. Shall we look at gaslighting? At first, what is gaslighting? What's gaslighting? The true definition of gaslighting is this. Gaslighting is a manipulation tactic in which a person in order or persons in order to gain power over another person makes the victim question their own reality and even sometimes their own sanity. They're like, where is my mind? I don't know. I feel like I'm going crazy. They can make a person feel really crazy. How do you know if you are being gaslighted? What are some of the signs to look for? I'm going to let you know right now. Number one, number one, these people that are gaslighting you are telling blatant lies about you, like completely blatant lies about you. And even if you have proof and they've seen the proof that, you know, that it's not true, whatever they're saying about you, that the lie is not true and it's untrue, they still won't believe you because they're such a narcissistic fuck that they will not believe you. I guarantee you that they will not believe you, even with proof. So if you got that, you're being gaslighted. Another one, they'll deny that they say anything about you. They deny that they trash you behind your back. Again, even with proof, let's say someone sends you a message in between people and you have a, a friend that sends you messages and lets you know what's going on. They deny that they say anything about you. You're being gaslighted because you got proof. They question your reality. They make you question your own reality. They make you question your sanity. They make you question like, did that really just happen in real life? Like, hmm. They make you question things. They make you, you think about how things like really are in, in your life, but they make you question like your sanity, not your reality, not the good things, but they make you like, am I going crazy? Like, whew, this is, this is, this, this is really crazy. This is really nuts. Like, that's not good. You know, they will tell other people that you are crazy. And then this is where the cancel culture thing comes in. They'll tell other people in the community that, that you're crazy, that you're nuts, that you're saying things about them. Maybe the other people in the community aren't making as much money off of, of, uh, 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 of you as, as, as these other people are. And maybe these like smaller reviewers and things like that aren't getting four or five, six hundred dollars per review to review a fucking beard oil and doing it or not doing it. They don't give a fuck. They're just taking your money. Maybe a lot of these smaller guys are a lot better. And I haven't seen a lot of, I say guys because I have not seen a lot of female or people that identify uh, as female, as bearded reviewers. Number one, there are no beards going on on faces unless someone is going trans and they're doing like someone is transgendered and they're going through a change. And uh, then you know what, if someone is transgendered, <laughs> I'd love to see you sell your growth oil, your fucking snake oil to a, a transgendered gentleman who's trying to grow a beard. You tell a transgendered man on hormone replacement therapy, on testosterone, trying to grow a beard, that your magic elixir is gonna work. The stuff that grows hair on mice. Put peppermint oil on your face and pray. I'm gonna tell you that right now. You're being gaslighted. These people also 
try to align other people like against you and try to get whole other people against you. And again, again, with the cancel culture, the gaslighting, the blocking, the coming for you in the comment section, they get you. They're coming out for you. I couldn't believe you would act like this. I can't believe you are audacity. I can't believe you would act like this. It's not cool. Like they come and they get you and it's not, it's not kosher. We all know it's not okay. We're all adults here, aren't we? We're all adults here. Like, aren't we really all adults? Aren't we? Are we? Are we? Aren't we? I don't know. Are we? I don't know. They like to project their failures on you. So when they fucked up really bad and they should probably just like throw in the towel and just like fold. Like a lot of people are saying, you know, I think you should just like throw in the towel and just give up. Like you're, you've really fucked up a lot and you've done a lot of shitty things. And people just keep going and going and going and keep doing the shitty things over and over again. They don't learn. They just continually do it. That's another like... That's another like sign that you're probably being gaslighted. Somebody projecting their failures onto you. You didn't fail. They did. But somehow you're going to pay for it. You're going to pay for it. They wear you down over time. They use what is near and dear to you as ammunition or as like a bargaining chip. Your YouTube channel, your Instagram, your followers, you know, how many hits you can get. To, you know, get, get, you know what, get at me when you get a million hits on, on, on YouTube, when your channel has a million subscribers, when you have like the amount of subscribers that someone like Maddie Matheson has, come talk to me. It's not about your subs. I mean, I guess it is for you, for the people that really want to make money off of it. But if you want a good objective review, I would, I'd rather watch someone who has very few followers, who's going to give me a good objective review, than someone who's going to get paid to tell me bullshit about a product that I know full stop, full stop and the buck stops here is bullshit and then is crap. Why would I pay for something? Like, you know what I like? This is why I like home-based cottage industry even say, home-based, small batched, you know, lab-based, tiny companies, small batched craft breweries, craft beard companies, craft soap companies, craft self-care companies, craft food companies, things that are small and, and, and small based, things that are done in small batches. That's why I appreciate those things. You can feel like the, the difference authenticity makes. You can feel the difference and the, the good vibes that someone puts into a small bottle of something. Not something that's being mass produced off of like a factory line and being pumped together like crazy that everything's the same, 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 same. Something that you might get a little variation in once in a while. I think that's fun. I think it's nice to have that, that little twist and piece of your little self and everything. So I say like these people will continue to give you positive reinforcement. And when you do things that they, they want you to do and they'll give you gifts or gifs or gifs, 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 gifs or gifs. Did I say that right? G gifs. They'll give you gifs. I give, they'll give you gifts and they'll give you gifs when you're doing things that are, that they like. But uh, when you don't, you'll lose value to them and then they'll drop you. Most, uh, like I say, most people, they, they use you and they find value in you until they don't have any value in you anymore. And it's only a, a matter of time until the turncoats show up. And what are the turncoats? They're the fair weather friends that are there when they need you and they're there when you're useful for them or you're useful to them and you're being directly beneficial to the person or people that they are and directly beneficial and, and, and good for, for their company or their brand or their, 
their aesthetic, I guess, as you would say, and you're being their, their, their token person. They're tokenizing you. Now I'm gonna say, I don't see a ton of racial diversity in the bearded community, especially when it goes to the big top channel people and stuff like that. Most of the guys who have the, the channels that have the most hits are the people that are on the, the bearded uh, live streams and stuff, except for this and on the smaller guys' channels, um, are all middle-aged American white dudes who are kind of miserable and no offense, don't have much of a personality. You gotta have a personality to talk to a camera. I know, I guess someone, I guess people want to see you chat for a few hours about, I don't know what, bitch about people. And I've seen some of the live stream. And when I say, I don't see a lot of white guys, I mean, or a lot of, I don't see a lot of racial diversity, racial diversity, and I do see a lot of white guys on the channels, on the beer channels. And then when I do see like one person of color on a bearded community channel, this person is very quickly tokenized. You know, they took their token, whatever, BIPOC person, black indigenous person of color. So it can be whatever race that you can think of that's not, you know, a white dude. And uh, use your illusion, use, use your imagination. They quickly tokenize this person, the few white dudes, they come in there, they're leading the parade, and you know, what the fuck is up with that? They tokenize the first person they possibly can, you fucking colonizers. You tokenize the first person you can that is of color and put them on your little teamster, and, uh, and then you give them a little present and tell them you've been a good boy, and then they just, you know, do backflips for you. It's gross. It's gross. Now you're the person who can check your BIPOC box, you know, your little box. You know, you, you make sure you have your token this person, your token that person, your token this person, your token that person. Now you have your token person of color. What's next for you? These big boss guys kind of remind me of the ultimate Fairweather friends. Like I say, Fairweather friends are like friends that are there for you when it does something for them. If it's gonna benefit them in any direct way, they are there and they are your best friend forever. But when it doesn't benefit them, guess what? They're not, they're out. Peace, my motherfucker. I'm gone, like I am gone. They'll see you later. They'll see you later, they'll be gone. And just wait, they go. Does someone really have so much influence over you that they can tell you what they can, you can do. They can tell you who to follow, who not to follow, who to harass on Facebook or social media or YouTube or whatever channels. Does someone have so much power over you? Are you so weak-minded that you let another person control you so hard without having an intelligent and intuitive conversation with someone that you let someone else control you? How fucked are you in the head? Get a hold of your brain and grow the fuck up. Come on now. What happened to free thinking? What happened to free thinking and open conversation? Not open blocking and comment deleting. It's hilarious. It's funny. And you know what? This is grown men. Grow a fucking set. Grow four for fuck's sakes. Just grow some. I want to see it happen. I saw a conversation. I saw a conversation fucking earlier.
And it was from a live stream. It was actually a, a grooming uh, oil company owner. I don't want to say beard oil company owner because they kind of sell fucking everything. Like when I went to their site, I was like so confused. I was like, what the fuck are you selling? I, I And I saw the owner say something to the effect of that reviewers do not matter. Reviewers matter not. Because big companies like, you know, Ikea and, uh, you know, Reebok and FUBU and, and, and Nintendo and, and Nike and, and Dyson and companies like that. They don't really need reviewers because they're, you know, they, they, they don't care. I'm like, I honestly saw that comment and almost pissed myself. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Those companies are multi-million dollar companies because of their reviewers. That's like saying Disney doesn't need reviewers. Disney is the multi-million dollar company and, 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 and empire that it is because of reviewers and because people have feedback, positive and negative. And guess what? They take both. They don't send you your money back when they don't like your opinion. Holy fuck. If they did that, they'd be sending a lot of money back. Some people go and, and have they don't have good experiences. It is what it is. To say that reviewers don't matter is funny because most of these companies built themselves off of positive reviews from Joe Schmoes and nobody's off the street. And instead of checking out these, you know, top reviewers who have bought all of their followers or, you know, they're following strategies and following algorithms and all kinds of bullshit, things I don't have time for, I decided, you know, I like a lot of the unsung heroes and, and reviewers that are not as, as, as talked about on the internet and they don't have as many subs to their channels, but you should go sub to their channels because they're amazing. I'll tell you, I think these guys, these big beard guys, these guys that, that have all these subs to their channels, they're mocking you. They're making fucking fun of you. They're charging all kinds of money for beard oil. They're not charging 20 bucks, 25 bucks for a bottle of beard oil. They're charging like $70 for a bottle of crazy custom beard oil, $60 for a bottle of beard oil. That's not with shipping, man. This is expensive shit. It's like, if you don't make $100,000 a year, I guess you're not allowed to grow a beard or have any hair anywhere that you want to soften up and, and grow and whatever. Like, come on, man. These people are fucking making fun of you. Get a grip, man. Get a fucking grip. Get a grip. The Greasy Truth with Tanya Candler and friends telling you the greasy truth all over the internet, all over the world. The Greasy Truth. Come see it here. Since I think reviewers are super important and I really think that they're a big part of any community, just not the bearded community. I think the reviewers and people that do reviews, unboxings, unbottlings, openings of things. I think all those people are super important and really important for commerce and business and word of mouth because there's not a lot of word of mouth anymore because we don't do that anymore. We have the internet, we have social media. That's how we do things. We tag people, we cross post, we cross pollinate, we put it wherever. Social media is a good thing sometimes. So I'm going to list some of my favorite reviewers, unboxers, openers, people that I like to watch do things, people that I like to watch their lives. I'll pop in on a live. People that I like to, to, to check out on the internet. Maybe you don't see them as much, but look at their channels and sub them up and check it out. Um, first, I, I, I like these people because their, their reviews are real. Their channels and their lives are just really organic. They're super real. They're, they're not scripted. 
They're not, they don't have ads flying at your faces. They might say, hey, check out this company. I really like them, you know, or don't check out this company. I had a, not a great experience. You know, I, I really want to know, like, how was your experience? And I feel like these people aren't bullshitting me. So first on my list, I got the Bearded Truth, obviously by Jordan, uh, Jordan Cantillon Creations. Like, and I, I think I'm saying that right. Jordan Cantilano, I think. And, and the Bearded Truth with Jordan is, is, is awesome. Jordan reviews a lot of products and his videos are always good quality. His reviews are always really like organic, I would say. I would say they're, they're the Bearded Truth. He doesn't pull any punches. He again shoots from the hip. Honest guy. I like Jordan's creations a lot. You should sub to his channel at Jordan Cantilano Creations. He's on YouTube. I'm sub to it. I like James, the bearded metal chef. Uh, bearded metal chef is on mostly Instagram. James does a lot, a lot of lives and unboxings. He does a lot of unboxings on his Instagram and things. You can find a lot of bearded products and stuff. He does a lot of reviews sort of for a lot of companies and things like that. And he's always getting beer oils that have really cool scent profiles. And of course, he has a show that he has on uh, YouTube every Tuesday night. And I, it's, it's uh, Tasty Licks. You can tune into his page for that and check out that. You can check him out at Bearded Metal Chef on Instagram and check out Tasty Licks. There's always some cool band on his show that he's got. He's interviewing live on the show and they're always doing some tasty licks for you on there, but always like lots of unboxing, good uh, like baking treats and things like that. Fun with the Bearded Metal Chef all the time. That metal guy, 1983, always out there, Steven, always out there spreading fucking positivity, doing a million and zillion kabillion reviews, whether it's beers, and beverages, whether it's beard oils and washes and, you know, conditioners and butters and things like that. He's always on the go. He's always got a review or a new video for you. He posts daily, many times. The guy's kicking ass and taking names. I love his positivity. He's got a lot of videos out there that are a lot of positive affirmation stuff. I would encourage you highly to check his stuff out at That Metal Guy 1983. He's awesome. I love Kentucky Beardsman. I love Kentucky Beardsman's channel on YouTube. I love Kentucky Beardsman on, 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 on Instagram. Kentucky Beardsman is one of those reviewers that gives it, again, straight from the hip. He tells you what he likes straight up and tells you what he doesn't straight up. And he tells you why. He doesn't just say... I don't like this person, so I don't like their product. He tells you everything about the product, like a lot of these reviewers do. They tell you where the product's from, who owns the company, what's in the beard oil. They read the labels, you know what I mean? They tell you the scent profile, and they, you know, they tell you what they like about the bottle, what they don't like about the bottle. Do they like the dropper style? Do they like the shake-on style? Do they like the viscosity? Like, what kind of viscosity do they like? I think a medium viscosity is where it's at. But I really like the Kentucky Beardsman for that. And I think that he does a great job on his channel. You should check him out. He's done some videos recently that have been amazing and uh, really like informative. Good videos. Again, natural and organic. That's what I like. I like Bearded RDU. I like Bearded RDU. I think he's out of Carolina, I think. One of the, one of the Carolinas, at least. And uh, his channel's fantastic. You can find him on YouTube. You can find him at Bearded RDU on, on, on Instagram. He's another one of those uh, like unsung heroes. Sub to his channel. You get good bearded tips from these people. These people are like not shitting you. They're real like life people. I like the bearded accountant. The bearded accountant is on, on, on YouTube. His channel is good. He does a lot of live on bottlings of beer oils and kind of testing them out and checking things out. I like, uh, I like faithfully bearded. I find faithfully bearded so truthful and so objective. His channel 
is so good. And I've seen him get, you know, witch hunted in the comments section before. And just for like truthful reviews of things, bullshit, you know, it's unfortunate to see that. But I love, I love, I love Faithfully Bearded. I think his channel is great. I love a CJ, uh, like the bearded Yurik, CJ. His, his channel is amazing with the barbershop files. He does a lot of good uh, sense things that I like, a lot of good uh, unbottlings. His channel is a lot about a lot of positivity, good vibes. Got a lot of good things popping up in the corner, a lot of fun videos. Lots of good stuff there. And uh, I, I just, I love, well, I'll tell you, I love me some beard oil roulette. I love beard oil roulette. That is a fun game that has come on the internet that's generally on the Wooly Wizard channel. If you haven't subscribed to the Wooly Wizard channel, you probably should. They have some superior beard oil and they also have superior Wooly Wizard roulette every Thursday at nine o'clock. You can pay and donate to the wheel and play to win a mystery bottle of a beard oil. You never know what's going to be inside the wheel bottle and you could get any combination of, of, of scent profiles. Amazing, 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 amazing. I feel like reviewers aren't out to cheat you on money and I feel these reviewers that I just named aren't out to fuck you on money. They'll give you a code, they'll throw you a code once in a while. They're not out to screw you on money. They're not out to behave like, hey, send me your product, plus send me $500 and I'll review it for you. And maybe I'll put the channel up on my, I'll, maybe I'll put the video up on my channel. I feel like that's shitty. I feel like these are honest reviews. I had one guy tell me that like, he had a review of, an honest review of like a $2 beard wash. He got it like Walmart or something they said that was in like the kids section that was like a bubble bath for, like for his kids it was like Mr. Bubbles or something and he said it worked in his beard and it made it so soft he said it was the best beard wash immediately I got it for my partner I got it for Rob was it some of the best beard wash ever yes did his beard smell like cotton candy yes it was awesome it was amazing for that bubble beard so Looking at soaps and foamy things and amazing. So nice thing to wash your beard with. But again, like they're not trying to cheat you out of money, make you buy a certain product, sway you a certain way, say this is amazing. It beats all their products. You know what? Screw all the other beard products out there. You only need one beard oil. You know what? Variety is the spice of life, my darlings. Enjoy the enjoy variety. Imagine having the same thing over and over every day for breakfast. Wouldn't you be bored? Every single fucking day. Imagine having the same thing on your face every single fucking day. You'd go crazy. So, like I say, most of these reviewers on my list are going to get some souvenirs in the mail. And, and I'm really excited to see what their reviews are. And I'm excited to see, excited to see what their honest reviews are. And now I'm going to come down with the news. The news is coming down the pipe. And I'll tell you right now, if I wanted any lip about this, I'd rattle my zipper. So I don't want any uh, lip about this. But <laughs> if you can't stop something, I think that you can make it better. And if you can't beat them, you might as well join them. I think they're more good than bad in this sort of community, in this furry community. How am I going to make it better? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I was thinking and thinking and thinking and racking my brain for months and months and months. I'm a helper. I'm a natural helper. I'm a natural healer. That's kind of what I do. I'm kind of a nature witch in that way. And uh, 
The cards do not lie. I like inclusion. I like to think that uh, inclusion is uh, is cool and inclusive is kind of the new exclusive. And with that in mind, so here's what I'm going to do or, or uh, did, did, I guess, along with some investors to help me with things going along together with them. I decided to start a grooming company and sell a variety of oils and products, not just oils and washes, things of that nature. Start with a few lines of things that will be out soon. And uh, I have been testing a carrier oil for the last four months. I finally got it right. So I'm really excited to launch this company and have it to be inclusive because I've had a lot of people come to me and say that they don't feel like there's like a place where they can buy stuff that they feel like super included in. So this is for everyone in the community and I'm looking forward to working with you and your type of hair. So this is not just beard oil or body oil or whatever you're gonna, you know, hair oil. I wanna know what type of hair you have. I wanna work with you personally. We're gonna have a formula for each, and we do have a formula, for each type of hair you got going on. And uh, that's gonna be released real soon after I get back from my vacation. We have labels getting printed up right now. Art is getting finished. I'm really excited for that. The scent profiles are something else. I've got a bottle of it behind my cup here. And I wanna say, this is a grooming company for all, regardless of your, your, your race or your gender or whether you've got a beard or you don't have a beard, regardless of your sexual orientation. This is a safe space. When I said I was building a furry utopia for all of you, I meant it. I'm serious. I got a bottle of this beard oil behind here. I can get, you know, behind inclusion. I want you to check out the viscosity on this. I'm not going to tell you the scent profile because that'll ruin it. This is one that I've been working on and I've, I've sent a few out as samples and I'm look at the color on that. Nice golden almost color. Woo! It's got dropper format for now. Let you check that out. So viscosity on it's nice. It's nice. It's even nice as a, as a, as a liquid perfume. Anyway, so that is nice, and uh, like I thought to myself one day, I just can't get behind a, a beard oil company that could possibly sell beard oil to a trans man trying to grow a beard and, 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 and make it seem like he's got false hope to grow a beard. So I decided to make uh, an inclusive company for grooming and uh, include everybody, and everybody's invited to the fucking party. So come on over. I'm not going to tell you what it's called right away. It'll launch shortly after my vacation. And uh, like I say, all the labels are being printed right now. I've got some lovely oils, and all of them are a little bit of an extension of myself, extension of experiences, extension of things I've been to, extensions of people that I know. Some are uh, just, uh, like really inspired by people that I know, and I'm, I'm excited for that. And so I think that uh, it's time for the robbery to be over. To stop getting robbed by these companies that are charging you unfair prices. Go with these middle of the road guys and gals. Now there's a female owned grooming company that's in town and I'm the female mob boss. Like I said, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. So I'm always taking the leap and doing something. Um, the labels, like I say, in the art are being printed. They're almost finalized for the first line and I'll be happy to work with you for fairly priced, sustainable organic beard oil and uh, and as well as body oil, hair oil, 
And like I say, it's going to be for any types of hair. I've worked with uh, a few stylists and dermatologists as well, and worked with different people for different types of hair, whether your hair is very, very fine, like mine, uh, whether you're a very light, light-skinned person, you've got ginger hair, there's a lot of things that irritate your skin, whether you've got very coarse and curly hair, and you need something like a little bit more beeswax, something like a little bit different to keep your hair looking, looking, looking slick. It depends what you need. It depends on your hair and what you need and your individual needs. And I really focused on your individual needs. I want to know what you, you, you want. So I'm really uh, excited to make some products with you in tow with me. I think it'll be fun. So it'll be great. And, uh, since it took me so many months to perfect like all these carrier oils, it took me four friggin' months because I had to get carrier oils for different hair types and so obviously i had to send it out to different people that i knew with different hair types that would benefit from it and the positive feedback that i got was i didn't get much negative feedback to be honest like someone told me it was a little bit shiny at one point so i was like okay and then it smells so good it smells really good in here Jeez Louise. And I, so the feedback I got, I got a lot of positive feedback. So the feedback that I got was it makes it feel really soft in the hair, no matter like what hair it was. Most of it I give to, gave to gentlemen with beards. I gave it to a few of my girlfriends as well, as well to use in their split ends. And some of them used it as like a solid, like a soft oil based perfume. I got that it makes everything feel really soft, moisturize and it lasts a really long time and i got compliments on the color and i got compliments on the viscosity and i got a lot of compliments on the unique scent profiles like things that people haven't had together before so hopefully there's some there's some unique things in there that y'all can and find and find yourself in, in in a bottle if you don't find yourself in a bottle and you find just the stuff that i put out that you don't like get at me and we'll make you a fun custom for a regular normal per, per, like person price. And uh, we'll make you in a bottle. We'll make it a small batch. We'll only make one. We'll make one just for you. And uh, that's what we'll do. So that's launching really soon. I'm really excited to get it out for you. And so I've been making oils with my kids. I've been making oils with Rob, like my partner, obviously. And he's been a guinea pig for like the beard oil, especially testing, especially being light haired. And, uh, he tried one the other day and now he's like confiscated it and I can't get it back. So it was like this one, one was like a hard grab because I was like, I need this. Can I just borrow this for a minute? He's like, but that's my other favorite one. I'm like, mm. I made one with my mom. She doesn't have a beard, obviously, but she loved it as a perfume. And she's like, this gives me like a core memory. I brought her back to something. It was cool because I could make something with my son and my mom and kind of bring them together over like an oil. He thinks it of as beard oil because... He likes beard oil and things like that. He likes beards. And even though he doesn't have one, he's just a little guy. And, uh, but my mom to make an oil, like a perfume oil, and for her and him to bond over making something like that together, it was really cool. So I made beard oil with my mom. Like I say, my son, my little one, like my daughter likes to get into it too because she likes the smells. She doesn't so much like the chemistry part of it, but she likes the smells. My son likes the chemistry. Rob loves to like help me with like uh, combinations. So putting different fragrances for me, the way I figure out what fragrances I'm going to put in oil are, I'm going to put it in the diffuser and I'm going to put it in the house. And if somebody complains, then I'm not going to put it in a bottle. And if somebody doesn't complain, they're like, Ooh, what's that intoxicating smell in the whatever room, the kitchen, the bedroom, the wherever. Then I'll be like, it's this. Do you think we should put it in a bottle? 
and uh, we usually do. So I've got so many tester bottles right now and they're gonna come out. I've got some unmarked bottles. I'm gonna have some bottles with just numbers on them that I'm gonna send out. I'm gonna have what the ingredients are down and uh, listed. And you are gonna get, some of you are gonna get bottles with just numbers on them. And you're gonna have to tell me what you think is in it. I know all y'all's allergies, I know what you've got. So you'll be getting them and they're tester bottles and they're fun. They're not for your review yet. They're just for you to have fun with. When the bottle bottles come in, like that I have like all the labels and everything like that, then you'll be getting uh, sealed bottles of those and uh, they'll be coming out and I'm excited for you to try them. I'm really excited for you to try them. Like I say, if my mom was excited, you should probably be excited because this, this right here, this is going to be the shit. Listen to it. I'm shaking it by my microphone so you can hear it. Yeah, that's awesome. That, so that has made like, number one, it's made Rob's beard softer than just about anything. I have done my research and I love chemistry. I talked to one of my old chemistry teachers about this and his advice was fucking go for it. So I did. And so there you go. So I have a grooming company coming down the fucking pipe because I don't have enough shit to do, but I think it's awesome. My music is, is coming down the pipe as well. It's coming along as well. It's just taken off like a rocket all of a sudden, which is crazy, but amazing. Oh, let me tell you. So this is, like I say, this is going to be the shit. I'm super excited for it. I'm super excited for you to try it. And this week, speaking of shit, oh my God, this was a shit week too. And I don't mean in a bad way. This was a week that was literally covered in fecal matter and shit. What would the show be without like the topic of a bathroom or any kind of bathroom humor? This week was ridiculous for me and like actual fecal matter. So my daughter was outside and she was mad at me about something. And there's a few bags of like dog poop that I collected and tied off and put near something where she couldn't get them. And she wanted to go in the garage and get something. And I was like, no, please don't go in the garage. You don't have any sandals on and you could step on like dirt or something and you could hurt your toe. There could be like a rock in there or something. So an act of defiance, she went full fucking gibbon at the zoo. She went red ass baboon at African lion safari. She started, she threw shit. I was like, really? So like calm as a cucumber. My eldest is like, mom, there's poo everywhere. I'm just like, I'm aware of that. So got her in, got her cleaned up, no harm, no foul, but still. And then like two days after that, she puts on my eldest sandals and she slides in dog shit where I said, the dog just pooped there. Don't go, go walking there. I have to go pick that up. I go walking for a bag. No sooner do I go walking for a bag. She decides to take a slip in it. I don't know this. My son wears them, she wears them, she gets it on her again. Two poops in 48 hours, double pooperama. So it was just like shower after shower and after bath after bath after bath for this poor kid. She's clean though, at least she's really clean. <laughs> but of course, this prompted more funny bathroom conversation because my kids are at the age where they think bathroom humor is funny and they think stories about what I did when I was younger are now like really funny. Mom, do you have any funny stories that like you used to do when you're with your friends, like when you were younger? Do you have any funny stories like like from when you were a kid? I'm like, yeah, like ones that are appropriate. Like, what do you want me to tell you? So like, I, I tell them this one story, like, because I don't want to tell them scary stories before bed because like my son, my daughter goes to bed like really early and she'll go to bed like 
seven o'clock she'll like really wind down around then because she gets up super super early we get up early we're an early rising family you know we're up at like five o'clock in the morning and uh my son though he goes to bed a little bit later and he'll sleep in a little bit later too he's a sleeper and uh he wants to know funny stories before he goes to bed because I don't want to tell him scary stories before before he goes to bed because he's a kid. It'll scare the bejeebers out of him, right? So I'm like, he's like, want to tell me a scary story before bed? I'm like, no, because then you'll have nightmares. You won't sleep. It's like, do, do I want to feed you a dozen donuts before bed? No, you'll have nightmares. You won't be able to sleep. Do I want to give you caffeine before bed? No, you'll be hyper. You won't be able to sleep. So I tell him funny stories. So I told him a story about being at public school and going down to the bathroom or something. And I remember being called like, like having to put up your hand and go down to the bathroom, take a hall pass, whatever. And I was in the bathroom and there was a grapefruit, this giant grapefruit sitting on the back of one of the school toilets in the stalls. And I don't know why I thought it was a great idea to kick it into the toilet. And then I was like, now what am I going to do? And I'm like telling him this, right? And he's like giggling away, like Shirley Temple. He's like, and uh, so what do I do? I kick flush on the toilet. The grapefruit goes up in the air and sits sucked down into the toilet it's like flushing and then it's like and it doesn't stop flushing it keeps fucking going like it just keeps flushing i'm like oh my god so i wash my hands i got the fuck out of that bathroom i didn't tell him this way but i was like i washed my hands i got out of the bathroom i went back to class so i went back to class like 20 minutes later there's like an overhead page because the bathrooms were by the school office which was like in a cube of like glass blocks it was like a cubicle really big big one but all glass blocks they're frosted so you can see in there but a puddle of water sure could get in there i hear could we please get the janitor overhead page could we please get the janitor to uh the 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 girls bathroom near the near the near the office please uh again could we please get the janitor and it was just like code brown it was flooding like you wouldn't fucking believe. And so I'm telling my son this. I'm like, don't ever do this in school. I'm like, you wanted to hear a funny story before bed. But I mean, like, you can't do this. So I told him that story. He was howling. He was howling. And then even like, I say, everyone appreciates a good bathroom story. Even my mom has a hilarious bathroom story. She was telling me a story about how when she was in grade six, she had a teacher and it was her favorite teacher. But... There was a girl in her class who was always raising her hand and I don't know if she was causing trouble or raised her hand a lot, but the teacher just kind of disregarded when she raised her hand. I didn't grow up in that generation. When I raised my hand, the teacher always said, you know, yes, Tanya, whatever. So she was, she really had her hand up. She had her hand up forever. Finally, the teacher was like, yes, so-and-so. And she ra she answered her hand. She said, oh, Miss, Mrs. So-and-so, I really got to go to the washroom. Can I go? And she's like, fine, go. And I'm guessing, according to my mom, this girl like did not totally make it and she had a little problem and it started with a d it was diarrhea diarrhea cha-cha-cha it was diarrhea and so she was so pissed off at the teacher and like fucking burnt at the establishment that she took her poop and painted the walls like poop picasso and she just shit all over everything so she washed her hands and act like nothing happened cleaned herself up and went back to class well the janitor got a, a hold of her and this is back in like when my mom went to school right so it was like the 60s right the janitor got a hold of her got her uh, a sponge and a bucket of really hot water and bleach and gloves and all that stuff and made her clean it up her damn self 
I'm sure glad I fucking didn't get caught. Jesus, imagine trying to get a grapefruit out of a fucking pipe. Sounds like trouble! So all these things are like making me laugh. Like I say, the company launch is happening after my vacation. I'm going up north. I've been up north a little bit. Like I say, where am I going? I'm going way, 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 way the fuck up north. I'll be sitting on a fucking quiet lake somewhere just with no sounds around me except maybe like loons and stuff and like fish jumping. And I got, I mean, I got a book. I got stuff to write with. I got recording devices. I'm going to just bring my ukulele. I'm not going to bring my guitar or anything like that. The kids are excited. They're going fishing. Because, I mean, like, I don't do the fishing thing anymore because of veganism and stuff like that. But uh, my kids fish. They love fishing. So they do that. Kayaking. Paddle boating. I'm going to take a week totally away. Just unplug myself completely again. And it'll be nice. It'll be super nice. So I'm, I'm, I'm headed to north to cottage country. I love that cottage country. I love that cottage industry. I love that small community thing, like I say. I don't want anything that's mass produces. Little houses on the hillside. Little boxes on the hillside made of ticky-tacky. I don't want that. I want everything that looks just the same, smells the same, everything the same. I'm not into that. I like a little personality. I think that these scents that I'm making are really personal. I think that we're really going to enjoy them. I think we're going to have a lot of fun together. I think we're going to have, you're going to see me pop up a whole lot more. There'll be a lot more live streams. There's going to be some little commercials for you. Like I say, there's going to be more episodes of Heavy Metal Hippie Kitchen coming down the pipe for you. I've been doing all kinds of things, roasting all kinds of vegetables. Like I say, yesterday I made banana bread. I made baba ganoush for the uh, the, the the festival. I made uh, hummus. I made pita chips. It sounds like a cooking show to me. Festival fair. What 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 can I bring? Sounds like a, it sounds like an oil festival fair. Who knows? Who knows what is coming for me next? You never know what's coming. But an oil company is coming down the pipe. Grease lightning. I cannot lie. It's the greasy truth with Tanny Candler. It's the greasy truth. That's all I got for you this week. I'm telling you all the greasy truth. It's all happening, man. You're going to see me on more live streams, more TikToks, more Instagram. I'm going to be in your face more than I've ever been in your goddamn face. And I hope you're ready for it because I'm ready for you. I'm excited. I'm excited to work with you. I'm excited to build a safe space with you. I'm excited to build a fun place with you. I'm excited to just be with you. I'm excited to see you, uh, every week the samples like i say have been received very well everything's coming up everything's coming up tanya i can't complain everything's good everything's super good i'm gonna go play some guitar back again back 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 to the garden we go and uh yeah like i say day two amazing i'm excited you know where to find me every single goddamn week. You know where I am, right? You know where I am. You know where to find me. You can find me on Instagram at 21st Century Rocker Mom. You can find me on TikTok at the same at 21st Century Rocker Mom. There's a link in the bio in there to my YouTube channel. It'll be so easy for you to just sub to my YouTube, which is Tanya Candler channel. If you don't know yet, if you haven't subbed to it, that's where you can get my regular podcast. You can get my, my heavy metal hippie videos are on there too. There's going to be some music stuff coming up on there. I've been so busy filming oh my god i feel like all i've done is live in front of a camera and wear crazy makeup 
for for a little while but you know what the rain's gonna melt it off we're gonna see what happens you can always find me on twitter at just tanny candler i'm usually bitching about something on twitter you can call cold call me on twitter you can do whatever you want takes a lot of balls to do that cold call me on twitter it's awesome you can stream me wherever you stream your fine podcasts every single week and you can stream every single episode i think we're up to 77 now holy jeez louise and christ on a cracker it's amazing i'm excited i'm excited so all these things it's all happening man it's all happening for me the 21st century rocker mom also known as now i guess the heavy metal hippie and also obviously tanny candler i want you to have a wonderful beautiful week bless you all of you Mwah. have a wonderful week be good to each other be kind to each other and i'll catch you all on the flip flop you know where to find me hanging out with you on the world wide web Ciao.